frozen wasteland, haunted by the undead and the dying. What is there to do but survive through the graveyard of horrors and a garden? One of my best friends got married, but I'm not here to talk about that. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> we had to go to Calgary and stay there for a night, and so we got a room at a Best Western. No promo. Hashtag <laughs> not spawn. We were at the pool there, and there's like a cute little water slide, and Tess goes up it, and it was like a t- like a tubey one that was like fully closed. It went spiraled a couple times, and I was kind of standing near the like the opening of it, and I was like, uh-uh, I'm gonna catch you, like as a joke, and then all of a sudden I hear, get out of the way, and, I look <laughs> up, and all I can see is like tits and like tess is just like wide open face coming down at mock speed <laughs> this bitch almost killed me <laughs> but also i don't know why the best western put in like the most dangerous water slide i've ever seen in my life into a pool that's not supervised at all and it was like children under 14 need to be supervised i was like that's kind of weird and then seeing that i'm like yeah children do not come near here that was fucking terrifying i disagree i think we should put children in dangerous uh, places all the time i think we need more dangerous water slides they gotta learn yeah we are we we are getting in Darwin's way, okay? It's not natural. Sometimes you just think to yourself, you're like, is this is this is this okay enough to say? And then I'm like, I don't know. I think Marilyn would like a face full of MILF. It's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that. If you had to die by getting slammed into like your face by like Tess's big honking titties, like that's a way to go. Big honking titties. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> For the record, that's her future wife. Just so everybody knows in case they haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> Those are are my future honkers by marriage. (laughs) That are going to kill me one day. I'm marrying her for her honkers. And once I do, they get transferred onto me. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's going to kill me like a praying mantis kills their partner. God, I hope so. (laughs) Like the titties are going to open up and there's just going to be teeth and they're going to bite her head off. Yeah, so hot. (laughs) On that banger, if everybody could roll their recap rolls. I got a 19. Fuck off. (gasps) Not 20. Natural 20. Fucking. Brian, what did I tell what what did I say in the very beginning of this recording? <laughs> did you get a one? Natural fucking one. It's the blue. You can't see Incredible. it. Incredible. Oh, like I was so sure of it. I knew it. All right. I knew it. Hit me with it. Hit me with everything you remember. I don't remember jack shit. Do you need me to start you off? Okay, wait. What's the very first thing that happened? Uh, the shared dream upon the ship ruin. That was the first thing? That was the first thing. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't think we did anything in the last episode. At least I can't remember us doing jack shit. Let's see. So we had the shared dream where we were on the ship. All of us got to make some sanity rolls. That was fun. <laughs> I remember that Maris spied what appeared to be her grandfather who was writing down a note that said something, something, protect something. I forget. There was plot juice dropped. I'll take care of her. Yes, that's it. Plot juice was dropped. We woke up. 
we established that there's other magical girls in the previous episode, right? Yes. yes. Other potato babies. Right. Okay. So we woke up. We were politely shooed out of town. Maris broke down in tears and condemned in a very toxic way that you should not take as a role. Just like, oh, tears, I'm out. And just went to do push-ups instead. Yuck. Emotions. Marilyn ner- learned a new word. Puss, 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 yeah, puss. Right, we all learned that, and we got to imagine some, like, ancestral Tanaka doing that to a fucking cougar or some shit. After being politely ushered out, we left, and someone stole the metal objects in Condemned's pouch. Mm-hmm. And now we got to kill him. Oh, and Fang, Fang, we woke up and Fang was gone. And then she left a map. Yeah. Maris and Sukunkana talked about what kind of fucking gift we're going to get for Connie. Right. Oh, right. I remember that. <laughs> they still don't know. I wrote down what I'm going to make. I have no idea. Here are my, uh, as detailed as it could have been, notes. The shared dream upon the ship ruin occurred. Maris saw her grandpa again. Connie grew to a size larger and saved some people. Sukunkana turned into a puppy and watched a boy do some crazy druid magic. Everybody woke up. Maris has a crazy panic attack over her recent murder that she committed. Connie talked with Jewel and Nurse Marin about the gang leaving town. Sukunkana became a cat to comfort Maris. Sukunkana and Nakio did some friend stuff, and Sukunkana gave her some dirt. They left town, talked about gifts. Connie got robbed by a thief all clad in white. Like a winter hair. He's wearing white? I thought he was invisible. So, there's some stuff there. We're gonna get into it! <gasps> Ha! Spoiler. We made you reveal your secrets. No, I, it's it, no, it's in there. I, I said that. I, <laughs> I, I, I told uh, condemned that when he looked down and saw the hand, it was uh, a completely white hand. So he's wearing white. I thought he was white, like like Marilyn color. <laughs> you are pale. Can I also just one more thing from the wedding? Um. It was in October and we were up in the mountains and we were sitting there and then it was an hour after that I looked in the mirror and I had like, I had a sunburn. And I was like, how do you get sunburned in the mountains in October when you're sitting outside for an hour? Was it cloudy? Yes. That's the whitest thing I've heard. (laughs) Anyway, first of all, uh, everybody, give me a perception check. I thought next time we were doing initiative. (laughs) We are. Just give me a perception check first. I forgot how to do it. What do I what do I add? How do I play Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see shit. I don't know shit. I don't have my character open. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna hope and wish. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do we know that um this bitch got stolen from? He mentioned it? Uh I don't think that you mentioned it, but you did try to swing out at someone. I think we knew what was going on because Sukun Kano is ready to commit a violence immediately. I remember trying to commit a violence. Before we get into this as an action, can I use Define Sense to detect good and evil? Uh, no, because it's all happening real quick. It's stupid. I don't want to. How's everybody's <laughs> perception checks looking? I got 20. All right. I got a four. I got a three. Nice, you two. You two don't see jack shit. You can't find this motherfucker. However, Sukunkana, you can see just out uh, about 45 feet away, you can see a man all clad in complete white who's leaving no footprints as he walks, but he is slowly stalking the outer reaches of your range. He's walking slowly to the left, footsteps by footsteps. Outer reaches of my range? Uh, just that, like basically if you, you could not run up to him and get him, but you see him. And with that, we're going to roll initiative. You don't have fairy fire, do you, Suk? 
I've got Guiding Bolt. <laughs> oh, Fairy Fire was one I wanted her to get because it sounds cute. Which isn't the same, but it's something. <laughs> I don't have it prepared today, no. Mm. Hey, cat, please don't stand on my laptop, okay? Mama's, mama's in a business meeting. <laughs> so also, by the way, just a fun little note. My landlord was like, oh, can we send someone over to like take a look at like whatever the fuck? And every time we have like a D&D thing, I'm always just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm actually going to be in a business meeting. I have a Zoom meeting. Um, Can we do it early? <laughs> so professional. Um, I didn't want to explain the intricacies of D&D podcasts. So I just tell people that it's an online sex thing. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. What'd you guys get? 15. I got a 12. I got a seven. I'm just saying there's a lot of thumping and I shout fuck a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Bring it back to the like. I want to. I want. I have to deliver this punchline. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> so up first is the boy. Here comes the boy. <laughs> Hello, boy. Welcome. So Sukunkana, you can see him pass his hand over his bow as he begins to draw it and fire two arrows, one at uh, Maris and one at Condemned. This bitch has extra attack. <laughs> Maris, you see an arrow go flying right by you. It completely misses you. <gasps> the fuck? Uh, however, Condemned, you see an arrow fly directly and land into your shoulder. <gasps> All right, so I just want to check. Neither Condemned nor Maris can see him. This guy is firing with advantage, right? Uh, yep. Okay, just putting in my lawful neutral for the day. Okay, how much damage am I taking, Chief? Uh, you are taking 11 points of damage. And can you give me a strength saving throw? All right, one second. So first off, I am going to reduce that. Eh, 10. All right. Okay. One point of damage. Uh, strength saving throw. All right, that's a 24. Hell yeah. Okay, so you feel the arrow, which is, uh, of course, a bone arrow, because that's what all things are in this world. Parts of it begin to sort of crawl out and reach out over your body, but you are able to shake it off and get back into position. But he has revealed his position to both of you as he continues to circle around the outside of a 45-foot range. Maris, it's your turn. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, how much movement do I have? What am I? What's my story? 30. He's how many? 45 away? 45. Okay. Oh, wait. I, I think I have spells now. A few. Do I have any range ones, though? Because I can't... Paladins infamously have, like, almost no ranged options. Oh, bitch. But my breath weapon does have a 15-foot range. Hey! So I'm gonna run up to this bitch. And shoot a breath weapon at him? Yeah, I was trying to think of, like, something to yell at him other than, like, You fucker! Is he small? Uh, no. Darn it, I was gonna be like, make a height joke. (laughs) As he sees me running up, he can see the, like, the flame kind of, like, coming up from, like, the stomach, like, building up in me, like, up from my stomach, up through, like, just the light, and then it's, like, me just, like, sprinting, and it's getting brighter, and I'm getting faster, Mm. and, like, (laughs) closer towards him, and then it's just, like, I have to, like, stop right at my 30 feet, and then it's just, like, (laughs) Nice. Yeah. And Uh, then... Dex save, I believe? 11 dex, yeah. Uh, so he sees you running at him and he sort of gets himself lowered to the ground and only part of his shoulder is singed as he makes the save but he does still take some damage uh so it's a so then he gets half I yes. yeah half okay so 2d6 is a 2 plus a 5 is a 7 so 3 yes they should round that up because i'm cute <laughs> uh is that your turn do you want to use bonus action for anything no 
<laughs> I can't do anything. I can't do anything with the bonus action. Okay. Uh, I think I'm just going to kind of like point at him and like look back at the others to make sure they can see him. Like, <laughs> guys, yeah. I found him. Okay. Uh, knock on. All right. Condemned starts lumbering towards the thief. He pulls the javelin out from his backpack, the one that's got the rope attached to it, mm-hmm. and he's going to make an attack. That is probably not enough. It's 14 to hit. Uh, that does not hit. Yeah, okay, that's fine. He deftly and narrowly avoids it, barely using the momentum that he had from ducking under Maris's fire breath to sort of roll his body on the ground to get back up into a standing position as the javelin goes sailing over his head. All right, well, I'm going to use my action surge after I throw. Mm-hmm. So as he's rolling to his feet, he basically sees Condemned just sort of skidding in the snow to right in front of him as I use my extra action to dash. Okay. And land right and stand right next to him. All right. Uh, before I end my turn, I'm going to look down at him and say, I'm going to give you one opportunity. Return what was stolen and drop your weapon. Uh, he does not say anything. Okay. Uh, it's your turn. That is my turn, unfortunately. Sukunkana. So how far away is it from Sukunkana? 45 feet? Yes. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, man, that would hurt everybody. I shouldn't use that one. <laughs> Do it. Kill me. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, Flaming Sphere. <laughs> flaming Sphere would work. All right, well, I guess uh, Sukunkana is going to take her star map, and it kind of, like, lifts up and sparkles and <laughs> and does a little, little uh, constellation thing. It's very cute. It's very pretty. And casts a spell. She says, Sich mitich natanik. And a, a a cylinder of beautiful moonlight like comes down from the sky right on top of of ya boy as she casts moonbeam. That's sick. That's so cool. Uh, constitution save, I believe. Let's see here. When a creature enters a spell's area for the first time or starts its turn there, it's engulfed in gulfly light that starts the constitution saving throw. Yes. All right. So that'll be on his turn. Well, isn't it when it enters the the area for the first time, I'm casting it on top of him. Or starts its turn there. It hasn't entered the area. The enter area entered him. Yeah. So does it hurt him now? No, it hurts him on his next turn, though, when he's in it. But at at the very beginning of his turn. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But it's on him. (laughs) It's to prevent you from just strafing like a line of people with the one beam. Well, I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. I want to do that. I want to do the exact thing. Yeah. (laughs) I want that, though. But I want that. (laughs) Give it. Uh, Cool. You you want any bonus actions? Um, Let's see here. Yes. Is Grim playing the most complicated character she's ever played? Ever. <laughs> Level three, normal. I'm only ever a hot lesbian paladin when I play D and D. What? I've never heard of her. <laughs> she's effectively Maris, just angrier. Yeah. I can't play an angry character. Yeah, I can. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Okay, it says here that I can use my starry form. Yes. As a bonus action, so I'm gonna go ahead and do that. <gasps> what does that mean? Which one? The archer one. What does that mean? Okay. For committing a violence. Yeah. What's that mean? Uh, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> that sounds so cool. What did you do? Tell me. Just hold on. She's done it twice. Oh, I don't think I have. Me. I've done it many times. Oh, then I don't care. <laughs> but you should still. But you should still describe it for like yeah. aesthetic. Yes, of course. Of, obviously. Okay. So uh, she then, in very like magical girl fashion, she the star crystal that she uses as her star map. She holds it up in the air in front of her and it twirls around, and she says, 
Dawu and the points of her body around her arms, like on her wrists, her elbows and her shoulders, start to glow as she pulls back the string of a of a celestial bow. And she's going to shoot the shit out of <laughs> <laughs> she turns into a bow made of stars. Uh, so it's a she has an archer form. Yeah, she's using like like imagine a bow made as you know Orion. Got you. It's so it's Sailor Moon turning into or sorry, it's whatever her tense is. Yes, turning into Sailor Moon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Google. Oh, fuck that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's so dope. I got a twenty-five to hit. Shit, that hits. Hell yeah. And I'm gonna do ten damage. That's a good amount of damage. Uh, so the thief is cer- certainly being intimidated at one point, being breathed fire upon by another, and getting shot with an impossibly beautiful arrow from a bow that is of r- ridiculous yeah, moonlight. and he's bathed in moonlight. With a degree of shock, he takes it in his uh, right breast, and he, he, yell- he yelps out, Ah! Ah! Duh! Ah! Ah! And that's your... You gonna move at all? Um... I guess I can move thirty feet away. Moonbeam, like, it's got good range. It chills, yeah. Maybe I'll move. I'll move fifteen feet away. Okay, and that's your turn. Yep, that's all I can do. All right. No action surges for this witch. <laughs> no action surges for this bingus. <laughs> Let's find out how many of our long rest abilities we can expend on this random encounter. Yes. <laughs> Spinning on his heel, he takes out two short swords as he Doesn't begins he to take damage from. Moonbeam? Oh shit! He does take damage from Moonbeam. <laughs> Look at you remembering stuff. What's your save? Uh, 14. Okay, he saves, but he still takes some damage. All right. Nothing's good enough for you, is it? No. I want to kill in one hit. I rolled a 17 for damage. He's taking half of that. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, that would have been such a good roll. Eight damage. Yes, I was like, do a math. Is he a, is she a shape changer? It says he reverts Susan's his other form. That's only if he <laughs> fails, I believe. Okay. But he does not. He does not, yeah. Like I was saying, he takes out his short swords and he goes to stab at Connie twice. Of course. Because he's the big boy. He's the big boy. <laughs> Marilyn, look at this glowing egg I have. What the fuck? Where'd you get it? I got it on a date. Uh, What's your AC? I didn't get to keep the girl. My AC is 18. I did keep this. Okay, so the first hit, he swings with his short sword with a deft attempt to get at your left leg, trying to sort of pin you down and prevent you from moving. Okay. But his sword slips out of his hand and skitters across the ground as he takes his other blade and stabs it directly into a gap in your armor on the side where it's cinched up together. I like to think that this was the direct result of Condemned watching as the short sword skittered across the ice, and as he turned over, his guard dropped. Just... Ooh, I love that. <laughs> That's perfectly fine with me. Uh, and you take a, a, a modest uh, five damage as the sword plunges into just below your ribcage. You're sure you don't want to... Sur- ah! <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of his turn? Yes. All right, I'm going to use my reaction. I'm going to use Stone's Endurance. Didn't you already do that? Nope. Or, yes, I did. Yeah. Because I'm using the wrong... I'm talking about the wrong thing. I'm going to use my Stone Rune. Oh, is that a a reaction? Okay. Yes, it is a reaction. It's perfectly balanced. And I messaged you the details of how this works before, so you can't bitch now. (laughs) Oh, I don't remember. I don't expect you to remember. If I said it was okay then, I assume it's okay now. So Condemned turns to him and grabs his side and scowls a bit and looks to him and says, I said, drop your weapons. And he's got to make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. Okay. 
<laughs> meets it, beats it. God <gasps> damn it! What a bitch! I hate this guy. <laughs> uh, Maris, you're you're on deck. Yeah, boy. Or I mean, you're up. Oh, knock on. You're on deck. I'm off the deck. Okay, now I have a question. Now that it's officially not his turn anymore. Okay. Did he move? Uh, no, he did not. Great, excellent. He's still in Moonbeam. Just wanted to make sure after you're done this turn. Now it's Maris's turn. You can't take it back. <laughs> so Maris. Yeah, I'm gonna go up and hit the bitch. So yeah, I'm gonna run up and I'm just gonna like. Just bonk him. Just straight bonk him. Nothing cool, nothing fancy. And you know what? I don't want to, actually. I only rolled an eight to hit. That's perfect. So you run up with your maul, typically used to what you've been doing, but you have a moment where you flash back to what just happened incredibly recently, and you can't quite bring yourself to cause violence on this person. Fuck. Uh, Condemned is also going to shout as Maris runs up. Uh, don't kill him. Oh, I think that's what triggers me not to actually hit him. Mm-hmm. It's like the combination of like, don't kill him. I'm just like, oh, don't kill. <laughs> <laughs> Killing hurts me too. Uh, condemned, you're up. Sukunkana, you're on deck. Huh? That means you have to think about what you're doing on your turn with, that is next. I'm going to commit a violence. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Condemned is going to try and reach out and grab the boy. So I was going to make an athletics check. Plus six, right? Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, 17. 19. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I hate this bitch. <laughs> so you reach out and you're trying to grab uh, probably around the shoulders and he sort of just ducks under and weaves and bobs like a professional boxer. All right. Um, I guess then I will maneuver so that I am perfectly flanking across from Maris. Okay. And end my turn. I don't know if that has any mechanical benefit, but... Okay, so how how close are you to him? Uh, well, probably within five feet, I would imagine. Okay, so do a con save real quick, because you just stepped into Moonbeam. No, 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 no. If it's a five-foot radius... That means it's ten feet. Oh, so it does. Okay, well, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to step into the pillar of burning light, obviously. Uh, that's why I just... This is why I asked. Okay. I was thinking that, too. I was like, should I... Should I say something? Yeah. So are you not going to step into Moonbeam? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to step into the burning thing. Instead, I'm just going to use a bonus action to do a second wind, because why not? Okay. All, all your damage on you. That makes sense. That is 9 plus 3, 12. Okay. And that's your turn? That is my turn. All right. Sukumkana. Yes. I'm going to commit a violence. <laughs> what kind of violence? Well, I have my starry form on. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you can do that as a bonus action all the time. Yes. So I'm going, she's going to draw back her celestial bow once again. And she kind of like stares him down. She she calls out to Connie and she's like, kill? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> shoot it at him. Fuck yeah. Non-lethally <laughs> shoot him in the face. Non-lethally. <laughs> Oh, I got a 12, so the extra not lethally. <laughs> Do I miss? You're too busy worried about the logistics of the situation to get a beat on this guy, and your shot goes just a little bit short. Then kill him! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to use uh, my star map to cast Guiding Bolt so it doesn't use up a spell slot, because why not? Yeah. Why the heck not? So she lists up her star map, and she's like... Maybe this, may, maybe this will help. <laughs> maybe this, maybe. <laughs> and she casts Guiding Bolt, and I haven't thought of a word for that spell yet. So, <laughs> also, no, she got an 11. I didn't help. Also a nope to hit. Also a nope. 
I would imagine that guiding bolt looks like a shooting star and it kind of just like goes over. You see this beautiful like like starry light coming towards you and then it just kind of like shoots past and this goes into the uh, wasteland. <laughs> yeah, just flies off into the forever existing fog. Yeah, it just goes 120 feet into the distance. I'm thinking about being in this kid's head and he must have been pretty intimidated when he's surrounded and the the caster is like, kill? And the massive motherfucker's like, no. That must be a kind of terrifying moment. And then both shots just completely miss and you're like, oh, never mind, I'm fine. Those are warning shots. And also, I think I, lo- I, think I lose Moonbeam. I it's think. not concentration. Yeah. Moonbeam is not concentration. So I still have it. To move Moonbeam is an action. But if you don't move it, it stays where it is. Right. Well, I didn't move it. Did something else that didn't work. Cool. That's your turn? (laughs) That's my turn, yeah. Okay. So once again, Mr. Thief, all clad in white, has his short sword drawn as he removes it from your body and tries to stab it in again. Don't appreciate. You're not supposed to remove the object. (laughs) We've seen Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) He can't quite get a good enough purchase on you as he moves forward. You sort of are able to get a bit of space between you two, but he reaches a handout for one of your pockets, and I'm going to need a deck save. Offended? Is he trying to steal from you while he's getting attacked? Oh my god, in the middle of a fight. Fucking eight. How does this guy have bonus action, sleight of hand, and extra attack? Because you guys are three and he is one? No, but I mean, what class? What level? Oh, He's NPC class. He's perfect. As he reaches over to one of your bags, he's able to grab something out of your pocket as he begins to run away again. Stop that! Hey, hey, question. He's still in Moonbeam. Oh, yeah, he still is in Moonbeam. Doesn't he take damage from Moonbeam? Yeah. Uh, yes, he takes full damage from Moonbeam. Yes. Eat it. I got a 12. <laughs> that, that, that. That smirk. Is he bloodied? Does he stop being shapeshifted? Is he a shapeshifter? He, he does not stop being shapeshifted because he is not a shapeshifter. Uh, and he, he, he looks pretty fucked up, but uh, I don't have to tell you if he's bloodied. That's a DM NPC, uh, DM uh, monster confidentiality. Damn it. He signed the waivers. <laughs> oh, fuck. I left my subpoena at home. Yeah, he looks pretty fucked up, though. He can't escape the full force of the moon. Opportunity attacks? Yes, you guys, you can both make opportunity attacks. Yeah. Can I attempt to make a grapple instead of a opportunity attack? Uh, that is a kind of attack, so you may. Do we have advantage because Sook and Kana did some shit? No. No, I missed. Got a 16. I only rolled a 13. Uh, you don't hit him, Maris, but Connie, you do get a hold onto his hood on the back of his outfit. Finally. Get him. But your hand is in Moonbeam. My hand is in Moonbeam. Yep. So roll a con save. Get more than 14. That's okay. You can take it, right? Are you okay? I'm scared. Oh, that is a 14. Made it to beat it. Now you only take half damage. All right, what's the damage? Rolled 15. <laughs> Seven damage. Thank you for being honest. You could have just been like, I rolled one. I rolled it in D&D Beyond. Like, how am I going to lie to you? I need to marathon our old sessions and see, because I think we might be approaching the point where enemies have done more damage to me than my allies have, but I'm pretty sure that my allies have done more damage to me than I have to the enemies. (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah, I also think that as well. So Condemn just goes and we're like, you get back here, you are! (laughs) Is he able to drag him out of the moonbeam and also his arm, maybe? No, I think my concept is better than his. Okay, yeah. Also, that was a reaction, so I can't do shit. Oh, yeah. All right, Maris, you are up then. Perfect. What? How much health are you at, Connie? I'm fine. 
Okay. <laughs> Can I also grab the boy or do I have to be proficient at grappling? Also moonbeam. I know. That's fine. I haven't taken any damage. I mean, you can just like slam him. Ooh, can I try to leg sweep him with my maul? I want to unbalance him. That is technically something a different kind of fighter can do, but you can try to... Ooh, can I swing my maul down on his toes like I'm playing a strongman competition at a carnival? That you can do, yes. Fuck yeah. Okay, I'm going to strongman carnival competition his toes. Okay. God fucking damn it. Well, that's a seven. Uh, that's not a seven. That's a one. It's a yikes from me, ma'am. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. That's a, that one. <laughs> so you lift your maul up and bring it down with the intent to break this guy's toes. And there happens to be a man wearing huge, gigantic boots nearby. And you miss the foot you were intending to hit and slam it down on Connie's instead. <laughs> Are you fine now, Connie? <laughs> yeah. I have definitely taken more damage from my allies than I've dealt to the enemies. For sure, for sure. Was that a, was that a one, though? I thought it was a seven. No, but it's a one plus six. Oh. Yeah, and that's nine damage. Oh, still fine. Still fine. Uh, Connie, your toe hurts a lot. Sure does. Uh, Maris, what do you do with the rest of your turn? Uh, Feel bad. <laughs> I mean, I apologize. Yeah, profusely. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, as a bonus action, oh, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Connie. Okay. So a shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, granting it a plus two bonus to AC for the duration. So I think, like, as I'm, like, apologizing profusely my like hot hot breath is coming out and that as it's coming out it's kind of like leaving some steam going over connie's body and it's just kind of that is the shield of faith that's cool okay so now he's now he's buff hairless and glistening got it all right condemned you have some complicated feelings and things going on right now not that complicated your hand is still grasped upon this man in moonbeam yep so i'm still gonna need that con save Yep. That is a 16. Okay. Now, Grim, I'm going to need you to roll that damage. I rolled real bad. So you're only going to take two damage. Thank the gods. You're going to take the babiest, most gentlest amount of damage. All right. So as you're aware, you can move him around and stuff. Yeah. So with that in mind, what I'd like to do is I'd like to move it so that... So you said I'm grabbing his hood, right? Yes. All right. I want to pull back and down uh, and I'm ideally going to try and trip him up so that he's landed on his back and I'm like sort of kneeling beside him. But my hand and his head are outside of the moonbeam, but most of his body is still within it. Yeah. All right. So I would sort of call that like a shove. Yeah. That's a shove action. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Okay. That is a 21. You yank back with a pretty surprising force as he's caught in his hood and he falls onto his back as his hood begins to uh, completely show off his face and you can see what he looks like now. And uh, Sukukana, can you give me a perception check real quick just to see if you see this? Nat 20? A natural 20. So I got a 26 altogether. So as he falls onto his back and his hood falls behind him, two large ears pop up on top of his head as he is flattened onto the ground. And he's got sort of a face that comes a little bit forward and up. And he's got uh, fairly large eyes. And Sukunkana, you can see that he is a rabbit person of sorts. I said it was 
with your hair. You think I won't kill a twink rabbit boy? I'll kill a twink <laughs> rabbit boy. I don't give a fuck. Don't kill the twink rabbit boy. Uh, so that was your action. Yes, it was. Um, can I just make an intimidation check then? Uh, sure, yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Give up now and you live. My intimidation is... Okay, well, it doesn't matter. What'd you get? <laughs> so you rolled like a like a two? I rolled a two, yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> can you give me that line again? Okay. So what I'm going to do is... As Condemned is pulling him down, he says, If you give up now, and he crashes him down, you may live... And then I'm going to say that his as he crashes him down, as he's kneeling down, the guy's head slams against Condemned's toes. So he's like, You may live... Oh! Fuck! Go! <laughs> you may live! <laughs> his other hand is, like, comically grabbing his toe. Mm-hmm. I love that. Fantastic. Okay. He is not intimidated. He's just like, This idiot. So Kunkana... Uh, okay. He's, is he, is the rabbit ears, are they white? No, he is, uh, like a brown rabbit. A few white spots here and there. She kind of, like, she kind of squints as she looks forward and she's like, Tichnaku? Uh, which I'm saying wrong. Forgive me. But that means jackrabbit. <laughs> and she's like, all right. He's prone, so I'd get disadvantage on shooting him with my air, my starry form, right? You sure would. Well, I can sure still try. <laughs> it's true. Do it. Shoot the bunny. Well, my first one was 10. Do you need me to roll it again? <laughs> uh, just in case you get a one. I didn't. Okay. Actually surprised. <laughs> so I'm going to say that as he like falls to the ground, his hair comes out. You are already readying a volley, and it flies through the air. And just as he's falling on the ground, his, his ears pop up, and it sort of flies like whoosh right in over his head. In between the ears, like a little football post. Not quite, but that would be funny because his ear—he's like down on the ground. His, he's on the back. So how cute is he? Yeah, how how cute is he? Yeah, can you roll for cuteness? Of like of like a fang to Maris, how cute? One to twenty. Can you roll on it? <laughs> uh, it's sort of like <sighs> this is such a like a specific and dated reference. Imagine like Bucky O'Hare, except with like a few scars on his face in a few different places. And he's not green. Who is Bucky O'Hare? Google Bucky O'Hare. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking Google too. This definitely sounds like it's a racist Irish caricature. This is uh, like a 1980s like Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, he's awful. Ugh. He's not cute at all. My God. He's no Lola. God damn. I, Brian, I, I was imagining some cute animal boy. I was also imagining a cute animal boy. I mean, he's a little bit cute. Where are the Final Fantasy 14 bunny boys at? Right? Anyway, I'm casting Guiding Bolt on him again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm like, I'm like looking at him like, Bucky O'Hare is not as cool looking as I thought he was. No. I still kind of like him. Yeah, but wouldn't tap. God, can you pay, at least pick the rabbit from Star Fox? That's at least a bit better. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me let me try it again. I thought Bucky O'Hare looked cooler than he did. No, he looks completely stupid. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, this this rabbit looks pretty cool, but he does have like a like a scar over one of his eyes. It's just it doesn't hasn't got into his eye, but it comes down uh, over his nose and just under like a hook. Of the the level of like. Like, human to, like, full-ass rabbit, he's about, like, a two out of five. All right, just so you know, no matter what you say, I'm just going to imagine this. Oh, thank you, Kander. <laughs> thank you. Crop top confirmed. Oh, my God. Okay, so this is an audio podcast, and I need people, I need people to know that Kander just put up the absolute, like, cutest little bunny magical girl boy. <laughs> he definitely doesn't have, like, human skin. It's, like, animal fur. Shh. 
Just let me imagine. But uh, just let me imagine. Kander's being horny on Maine. So it's more Lola Bunny than it is human wearing a rabbit costume, sexy rabbit costume for Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Fine. I'm imagining Peter Rabbit. Anyway, I got a 19 on my guiding bolt. Okay, that hits him. Fuck yeah. And that was with disadvantage. Guiding bolt is disadvantage. Why? It's a range of spell attack. He's laying down. But I got an eight. Why do you have to ruin my day like that? <laughs> God. So this just sort of follows the same trajectory as your other hit. Gone, gone. Also, Brian, I want you to know I looked up cute herring gone and Google Images only had one page. That's like how disappointing this is. Well, it's, he, they're new. It's They'll come around. Don't worry. You just you could also type rabbit folk. Yeah, I didn't know I could be a rabbit folk. What the fuck? Uh, when we were building our characters, you couldn't. Okay. Or that wasn't an official thing. You could have. If Brian wouldn't have let you be a rabbit folk anyway. <laughs> uh, is that your turn? Yeah, I can't do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) How could you be so salty? I fed you. We're on the frozen ocean, that's how. Oh, salty. Right, okay. (laughs) That was too too clever. Okay, this guy in a bit of a panic, while he's laying on the ground, he takes a arrow from his quiver and he throws it into the air. I think that both of you are pretty close to him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He just throws an arrow into the air? He throws a uh, just a piece of... Uh... I have a question, question. I have a question, though. Is he still in Moonbeam? Oh, yeah, he's still in Moonbeam. Wow. Yeah, make that bitch take damage. All right, he got a 12, so he takes full damage. Frick this guy. Yeah. Your girl got 16. Okay. In a massive act of desperation, he throws this piece of ammunition into the air and it begins to uh, clone itself into a massive uh, amount of the same piece of ammunition as they all fly out towards you all. Does that include me? That does include you. Yes, it does. I'm really far away. This is a 60-foot cone. It's called Conjure Barrage. The fuck? So everybody, can you give me a no. dexterity saving throw? No. How could you hurt me? I don't think it has disadvantage from being prone. Nope. I had a 16. <gasps> Not 20, baby. Eat my dick. Eat my whole dick. Eat the whole dick. All of it. Eat the whole dick. All this of is it. the most, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Chaotic? Adversarial that y'all have been at me <laughs> yet. Well, he's good at everything, and it's so frustrating. Yeah, it's not fair. He's got action surge. He's got bonus actions. Mm-hmm. He's been missing everything. He stole more shit from Candor. He's a little tricksy. If anything makes me angrier than enemies stealing from me mid-fight, like, I've experienced this personally in video games. Oh, the gall. The gall, right? And then they run away? Fuck do you think you are? Okay, so what did everybody get? I already said what I got. I got 16. Nat 20, my whole dick. Nine. Uh, The two of you who managed to get a decent prediction of what was going to happen in this situation... Grim, because you had a decent amount of time before it got to you. Maris, because you were not holding on to him. Uh, these arrows fly out, and you only manage to take about uh, a few of them on their way. So you take half damage, which is six. Condemned, you are directly at the very beginning of this line of fire, and you take 12 damage as these arrows pelt into your chest and your face and your stomach. Uh, okay. Well. Is our boy down? Boy is down. The arrows pierce into me and I collapse. But I want to, I'll, I'll make a willpower check, whatever you need me to do. I want to collapse on top of him. I want to inconvenience this motherfucker as much as possible. Just a, just a little bit at least. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The will, willpower sort of falls into charisma. 
So give me a charisma check. I would argue it's wisdom. Wisdom is... Whichever's better. <laughs> which, which one is he better at? Yeah, which one is he better at? I would argue it is strength because you have to have the strength of heart. Chari- char- charisma counts as your like will to live and will of st- will of uh, heart. So I'll go with that right. one. Well, I rolled, an, I rolled an eight, so it would have been nine maximum, but it's an eight. You do fall forward but you don't fall onto him. The in- the intent was there. Does he fall into the moonbeam? Yes. You fuck. Uh, look, he said he wanted to fall forward onto him. The intent is there to fall forward. Oh, God. And with that, he then uh, stands up and he's got himself a bit of space and he begins to run as fast as he can. Uh, Maris, you do get an opportunity attack against him. Fuck yeah. That is a 16 plus 6, 22. You hit him. Fuck yeah, I do. 5 and a 1 is a, and a 4 is a 10. So as he begins to stand up and uh, sprint away with his earnings in his pockets, where do you hit him? I think I'm trying to hit him like behind the knees, trying to drop this bitch like he just dropped my friend. Okay, so you hit him behind the knees and his legs kick out in front of him as his head makes a, a sickening crack on the ice. Oh god, did I As he lays there motionless. Oh my god. He is motionless, unconscious in the moonbeam. I am a killing machine. Oh my god, I'm a killing machine. Can I pull my You did not there there's no you did not because you wanted to do this non-lethally, right? Oh yes. Yes, yes. He is not dead, but he is inside of the moonbeam. I'm gonna yank him by his big ass rabbit feet, I assume. Okay. Out of the beam. Okay. And then I'm gonna get to know where the priorities are. Uh, well, and then I'm gonna, yeah. I'm then I'm gonna point back to our potato baby, and I'm gonna be like, "Get the big boy, turn it off, heal him." <laughs> All right. Both of these two are a little bit cooked by holy light. One of them uh, closer to the brink of death than the other. I shoot over a healing word at Connie at first level because your girl ain't wasting a second level spell slot on this. I love you. <laughs> That's fair. You get seven points of healing. Look at that. That's more than enough to get you on your feet. You're fine. Yeah. We can have a short rest later. I have the healing. I have the lay on the hands pool. It's, it's all right. Yeah. Condemned. Just sort of like gets like. <gasps> so you can kind of waves from 75 feet away or 60 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, are you good? Put out a thumbs up. Yeah, You do the Terminator <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. 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 The shaky, the shaky thumbs up. <laughs> I'm good. It's. It's fine. We got him. Oh my God. This is another fight where I took 100% of the damage and did 0% of the damage. <laughs> I took some damage. I took damage. Did you take damage? I did. I got oh, hit that's with right. arrows. Oh, that's right. She got shot. Everybody got shot. Oh my God. Yeah. Every. You know, oh, good point. You know what? Yeah. This is actually the first battle <laughs> where an enemy has intentionally done damage to someone aside from Kindred. <gasps> Yay! A bonding moment, but you took most damage from us. Yeah, but it was it wasn't an AOE where I took most of the damage. I'm gonna walk over to Condemned, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh my god, I am so sorry once again." I'm gonna like touch your foot, and I'm gonna put lay on hands. Uh, you're gonna get five more okay. health. Heal up them them foot bones. I'm be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." You got hurt so much more than you should have. I am so sorry. What the fuck? Also, this bitch. We gotta tie up that man. Who is this guy? Also, what is this guy? Have we ever seen a rabbit folk? No. Also, what is this guy? Sukun kind of slowly walks over. <laughs> Condemned is gonna grab him by the scruff of his neck. He's like, if a pug and a wolf... Things that you also don't know. <laughs> we saw a wolf once. That's the closest thing. <laughs> like, if a wolf had... Re- like, a kakin had really long ears, but, like, fundamentally different. <laughs> 
if you bred a wolf a really long time with like a flat-faced, long, extra long-eared thing, that's what this guy is. Nailed it. Uh, Sukun kind of just kind of shows up behind you quietly. She's like, it's a, a tishnaku. But tie him up while I while I explain. <laughs> so you guys can tie him up while she explains. All right. Could you both give me? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna do that. This is a wisdom thing. It's a wisdom thing. Survival. Oh well, if it's a survival check, then I'll do it. I got a plus three. Okay. And I'll I can I'm proficient. Can I help? You can give him advantage. Yes. Fuck yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna be like, yeah. Make sure you do that thing with the rope to make it extra tight. I'm also going to like draw, I'm going to draw the javelin rope back. So as usual, you guys are doing the work and Sukun Kana is, is rambling about something that doesn't matter. S- sitting off in the side doing exposition. <laughs> She's looking into the sky saying that, that word over and over yeah. again. Like, ah, yes. Tishnaku. Over and over All right, 21. He's pretty well secured in place. You guys did it. You beat him. God, I hated this guy. So you tie him up, and I'm assuming that it's like arms and legs, but in, enough that he can like sit up. Oh, it's everything. It's all of it. I also like I, I rummage through all his pocket. I take everything from him. Like I take his hood. I take his I take his cloak. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Kakin. Uh, and she's kind of like 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 absentmindedly fumbling through his stuff, and she says, so mammals are like i am a mammal because i don't lay eggs right you're with me do dragonborns lay eggs yes yeah so you know what eggs are she's like I, oh like, yes once a month i lay an egg <laughs> yeah maris is not a mammal <coughs> uh, an <laughs> unfertilized oh egg once a month <laughs> it's a very charring time <laughs> <laughs> and on that note uh grim give me an investigation check please okay Taking everything out of his pockets and laying it all out in a row, by the way. Investigation check. I'm just saying that's what I'm doing. I got a 15. Okay, so as as you're telling the story sort of absentmindedly rummaging through his pockets, you begin to feel that there's a uh, seemingly a thread of some sort in one of the pockets as you reach into it, and there's a ticking noise. Uh, she kind of like, like has a second. Uh, it's just... How close is everybody else to her? Very quickly cast Thunder Wave on him. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just throws the thing. Okay. All right. That'll do it. But y'all are pretty close, right? The Thunder Wave is a cube in front. Yeah, cube in front. Okay. Nobody is on the other side, if you're being totally honest. We don't, we'd feel like we'd all be on the same side, you know? I think that we would all be kind of like flanked. <sighs> Fuck. Condemned would be holding him. Okay. There's no way he wouldn't be. <laughs> so... Give me a con save. I love you, Kander. That's a 15? 14. Yeah, so Sukun kind of, she just like, she's just telling the story and then suddenly she's like, Numa! And she lifts her hands up and a, a, a crack, an intensely loud crack of thunder, which probably no one has heard before except that time we were on that boat. <laughs> well, we have shitty weather, right? Is there thunder? Yeah, sometimes. It's super, super, super rare. Who, whoever's the oldest, I think Condemned is the oldest. He would have experienced it at least once. Yeah, so she very quickly casts, she says, Numa, and casts it, and then this crack of thunder just happens, and then they just explode outward from her. <laughs> so, I, 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 do, you, do you, like, slam your hands on the ground as you do it? Yeah, yeah, she just, she's like, she just very suddenly, she slams her hands in front of her. Like, I'm going to say in front of all the stuff she's taken out of the pocket already. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And says Numa, and then blasts them away from Numa. her. Numa. So just him, though. 
Yeah, just him and also Connie. <laughs> <laughs> so Connie, you don't move, but he does. He's at sort of at your feet, so he does like trip you up. So you take how much damage? Half damage. Two d eight thunder damage. Okay, cool. I rolled eight. That's not bad. Okay, so you take four. There is absolutely no way I've done more damage to enemies than you people have done to me. Zero <laughs> oh, percent. Not a chance. Not he, a chance. How, how far does he fly? It's like 10 or 15 feet or 15 something? 15 feet. 15? Okay, so he flies 15 feet away, sort of knocking Connie like as he does so because you're standing in front of him holding him. It just sort of knocks your feet out and you land uh, on your stomach prone. He rolls 15 feet away and everybody give me a dexterity saving throw. I bumped him 15 away. I feel like I should get advantage. I'm just saying. <gasps> Nat 20, eat my whole entire dick. That whole thing, right? I'm just saying I should get advantage because I rolled five. I got a nat 20. Okay. I demand advantage. Okay, so both of you got a nat 20 and you are aware of the fact that Sukunkana is a bit of a klutz and a bit of a, uh, uh, at this point where you're at right now, a bit of a liability. She, she's also got a hair trigger. <laughs> you sort of clothesline her, but pick her up at the same time and dive out of the area. Yeah. We each grab under her arm. As an explosion goes off behind all of you. Just <laughs> And you can hear the rain of body parts and a bit of tinkling and a bit of uh, cloth just sort of like a flame as it lands on the ground. What the fuck? She like mind links to you guys. She's like... Did I save everyone? <laughs> what did you do? I thought we weren't supposed to kill him. I didn't do it. There was that that explosion that wasn't me. Oh. I did. I I sent him away from us. That was going to be us if I didn't do that. Oh my god. Oh, that wasn't you. No, I did the I did the the, the numa. The, the big crack. And then I sent him away. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, slightly disappointing that you can't explode our enemies, but I mean, maybe one day. Uh, we can hope, I suppose. That would be cool. But also, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did he just do that? Condemn looks back to the objects, and he's looking for the little pouch. Give me an investigation check. Everybody can, because there's lots of bits. 18. She's going to pick up anything that's not a body part. <laughs> Got a seven. Do I only find fingers? <laughs> uh, I rolled a 15. Okay, so, Kander, you find your bag that you were looking for, and you everything that was in there is in there. Maris, uh, you find a few bits and bobs here and there, a few pieces of, you know, relative valuables, a few crystals and stuff, but uh, the thing that you find most fascinating is a small sort of... It's, 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 uh, it's gray, and it's round, um... And it, it feels unlike almost anything you've ever held in your hands before. It's it's very small, but it's unusually heavy. Uh, and it has the uh, sort of protruding gem that looks kind of like a small brain on it. She only knows what brains looks like because she kept because she smashed the hell out of a man earlier. <laughs> There's also one over there. Yeah. I'm going to roll for a sanity roll. Yeah, roll a sanity roll. Because this, <laughs> all of you roll a sanity roll because this was kind of crazy. A guy just exploded. Do I have to do it? Everybody. What about Condemned? Condemned is a hardened motherfucker. I mean, you ever seen a man explode? You ever, have you ever seen a man explode? I've seen men get eaten. There is viscera everywhere. I rolled a 12 and my sanity is 11 plus zero. So I think I'm good. For once, I got an eight. I got a four. Sukumkana and Nakan 
both of you feel an intense sickness in your stomach as you uh, begin to just sort of heave and and it's it's difficult to be around all of this viscera and you sort of zone in to yourselves as you feel very isolated and sort of have a psychosomatic response in your sight in that you suddenly become unable to see. I'm going to say that Sukun Kanda's trigger is that she sees, like, the rabbit ear, and she gets all fucked up. So for about a minute, both of you are just unable to perceive things with your eyes, which, Nakon, you would know for sure that, like, losing your eyes for a warrior is one of the most dangerous situations that you could be in. Sukun Kanda's stress stress response is to lie down and go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, no, she literally just, she's like, okay, she can't see. She like kind of like curls up into a little ball and lays down on the ground and closes her eyes. She's like, I can't use them anyway. And she just goes (laughs) to sleep. Would like Condemned kind of do that thing where he like stands there and like kind of like presses his like heel of his hand into his eyes? If we're doing this chronologically after Condemned found the bag, then he is just sort of like rubbing the contents of it and he's just muttering to himself. Uh, in that case, the two of your friends seem to sort of have a very visceral response to the situation at hand, whereas you sort of just kind of like, oh, this is this is bad. This is not nearly as bad as what I did, but this is bad. As you hold this ring in your hand. Oh, that's what's the thing that looks like a brain? It's a ring. And it's metal, which is so ridiculously uncommon that it's like, I don't think that even Condemned would have shared his metal to, for anybody else to see. Which is why he did his vegan stuff far away. Tricky. Is this like one of the first times I'm seeing metal or is this like... The first time. I don't know if I'm paying attention to the others. I Should I do an insight check to see if I am aware if they're feeling bad? Sure. So I rolled a nat one, so I am straight up on that ring. And I am just kind of like, what the fuck? And I think, not to be stereotypical of a dragon, I'm kind of like holding it sacred. Like, oh my god, no one can touch this. My smaug is showing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag not all dragons. <laughs> but I'm just, I think that I'm just kind of like, yeah, like looking around for stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I see this thing and I'm like, what the fuck? fuck what is this like silver bone and then i'm like what the fuck is this gem do you bite it i don't think i would put it in my mouth because i'm not a toddler i would also it's probably covered in gore that sounded so sassy i'm so sorry (laughs) oh i'm actually not a baby (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a dumb little diaper bitch (laughs) i can't wait to see my two-year-old niece again what up diaper bitch I'll never be invited back. <laughs> oh, that's the hack to never have to deal with children again. Do you feel compelled to put it on? Do you, what are you what are you doing with this ring? As as you're sort of contemplating this, uh, the other two of you, your your senses return to you as you begin to come back into the reality of the situation that you're in. As you sort of accept where you are and what you've done. Hey, I didn't do this to him. He did it to himself because he had a bomb on his person. Pardon me. What situation you are in and what has happened? Also, I just want to say out of character, I've never been so happy for someone to effectively kill themselves as this man just did. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like he was annoying. I rolled really bad around him and he wasn't even that cute. <laughs> he was no Lola Bunny. He did have a name. You'll never know it. Don't care about it. I have a ring. <laughs> I think because it's so glamorous and I rolled a one, I think I would put it on. I think that I'd be like, oh, you're coming home with me. And I would just slip that right on on. I'm going to put this cursed ring on. (laughs) So what you need to do is you need to go into your inventory and add a ring of mind shielding to yourself. That sounds cool and good. Yeah. 
Ew, it does look like a brain. Like, actually, I thought you meant, like, the gem just kind of, like, looked like a brain. And I was trying to think of, like, what rocks look like brains. And I was like, that's weird. Don't know it. There are rocks that kind of look like brains, though. Ew. So you put it on, and you you can tell everybody what it does. While wearing this ring, you're immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you're lying, know your alignment, or know your creature type. Creatures can telepathically communicate with you only if you allow it. So... I'm not gonna like I'm gonna say it but like it's like kind of we're gonna fight I feel like I can just be like no <laughs> and I love that for me you can use an action to cause the ring to become invisible until you use another action to make it visible until you remove the ring or until you die if you die while wearing the ring your soul enters it unless it already houses a soul you can remain in the ring or depart for the afterlife as long as your soul is in the ring you can telepathically communicate with any creature wearing it. Aware can't prevent this telepathic communication. What the fuck? You got a horcrux. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you hear a voice inside of your mind and the voice is, oh, hello there. Nope, I take it off. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. It's so nice to have someone to talk to. It has been ages. Oh, my name is Claymore. What is your name? Oh, it's not the bunny, is it? Hey, my name's Maris. What's up? Oh, nice to meet you, Maris. Yes. Oh, it's, oh my God. It has been a while. I have been passed around from pocket to pocket, and nobody has had the bravery to put this on in quite a while. What? Why? Bravery is not the right word. You watch yourself, little miss. <laughs> You're right. We are all suffering the consequences of Maris's actions right now. Oh, it's quite, quite a good time to be... Uh, well, alive is not the right word, I would say. Mm, yes. <laughs> good show. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, do, you, do you know the legend of Claymore? The great knight of the Bastille of the Legion of Enemies of Ooh. the greatest warlord in all of the Historia. What? I do not. Bound to the law of the land of Gindimar. Gindimar? Meanwhile, Sukun Khan is still laying on the ground thinking about whether or not she should get up. <laughs> Are you... Is that place... Is Gindimar... Grindemar. <laughs> is it close to Thrive? Uh, thrive of... Oh. Never heard of the place. Oh, it's like dough. It's fine. We got a lot of bones. B- b- bones. It's like pretty good. Is Maris talking in inside her head or outside their head? Good question. I think it's telepathic, right? It can be, but does Maris know that? Are you speaking out loud or are you speaking in your mind? Well, I feel like at this point she'd be used to telepathy, you know? Yeah, I think I'm speaking in my mind, but when I laugh, it does escape. Oh, Grindemar. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh how, do, how do you say? Uh, south of the northern peaks of agony, uh, north of the, the historical plains of wonder, um, All right, so we're surrounded by, by littered body parts, and Gundem just heard Maris laugh, so he's looking over to see if they've gone full psycho in some sort of mental break. Uh, so what is what does Condemned see? What's Maris doing right now? What's what's their body language look like? I think they're holding out their hand and admiring their ring, and I really think that's just kind of it, and they're just kind of like, I think more excited than anything, because it's just kind of like, oh, 
Like a talking, a talking ring. This is so cool. It's cute. Everything all right, Maris? Yeah. Well, when we uh, went to the, the Black Forest last, I remember we are uh, we are met with a, a grand amount yeah, of I'm fine. massive a... spiders who, uh, yeah, who took us I'm into their. Yeah, I'm just looking at my ring. Yeah. It spiders. was uh, I met quite the painful. Uh, yeah, spiders! They were quite powerful and large. My friend could my friend can turn into one, but it's a secret to tell you. Oh, fantastic! I also had a compatriot who could turn into a spider as well. <gasps> uh, he was uh, quite the warlord. Warlord? Cool. Yes. Do you guys have a lot of spi- spiders? Well, we he, well, he could turn into a spider, but the rest of them, they were they were more of uh, the the magical folk. Except for one fellow, he would uh, he'd scream into the night skies. The enemies would rain down upon him, and he would he would practically deflect them off, flexing his muscles as he does Whoa. so. Ah, uh, wow. yes. Uh, oh, he sounds like my friend Condemned. Ah, uh, Condemned! What a good name for a warrior. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Sukun uh, Kana from the ground is going to mind link to Maris <laughs> and she's going to be like, hey, what's up? Oh, another friend. Hello there. Oh, God. Hello. My name is, uh, my name is Claymore, the knight of the battle of the... She disconnects. <laughs> she disconnects. <laughs> yeah. The knight of the... Oh, she's gone. Oh, it's fine. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's okay. Yeah, she's really shy. Hey, Claymore, how long have you been in the ring for? It's... it's it's an immeasurable. It's a difficult time. It's it's hard to measure. Uh, we used to have. Uh, Did you have water? Oh, plenty of it. Uh, <gasps> we were a coastal coastal city, as it were. What does that mean? Uh, well, it's a. Uh, uh, so it's we're on the coast. Of what? The ocean, of course. <gasps> the ocean? Yeah, the ocean. Of course. This I'm going been- to turn around and I'm going to scream. She sits up. <laughs> My ring knows about the ocean. Oh yes, the ocean. My ring lived at the ocean. But okay, she reconnects and she also drags Connie into this mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello there. My name is Claymore. So many new people to meet in here. How is everyone? It's been quite a while. Uh, so many friends to have along in this adventure. Ah, uh, from pocket to pocket to pocket, I have finally found a finger to rest upon. So you're the ring. Ah, yes. My name is Claymore. I believe I've mentioned. I looked to Maris to say, take it off. Oh, uh, but Claymore's. He's been to the... Just for a minute. Oh, don't take it off. It's vital. I've, I've had so many things to talk about. Hey, Claymore, I'm going to be back. So you're aware you don't have to take it off. You can just oh. disconnect for a minute. Oh, Claymore, I'm actually... I got to go take a pee, so I'm just going to turn you off for oh, like a yes, hot yes, second. Yes, I just got to... I'm going oh. through a tunnel. <laughs> I'm breaking okay, up. all right. Well, fantastic. I'll be waiting. <laughs> okay. I turn that off and I go, what the fuck? <laughs> Stop. I... <laughs> take it off. Take it okay, off. Okay, I like... I'll, I'll take it off. All right. Listen, I turn to Sukun Kana. You are the witch. What is deal with? What are odds that this ring is cursed? Um, I mean, his personality is pretty cursed. <laughs> uh, that's that's fair. Um, my but I have a good i I have a good idea, my dear, uh, beautiful, attractive, and wonderful Maris. I think it'd be a really great idea if you like do that, like detect good and evil thing oh good idea oh i forgot that i can do that yeah okay or like the divine sense you know to figure out if it's like real real sahani which means bad hell yeah <laughs> you so sahani it's like the whitest way to say <laughs> detect good and evil okay yeah okay i will i will use it okay uh you do not detect detect any evil except for maybe from a little bit from your friends but that's good that's just because of their questionable life choices 
Uh, but you detect absolutely like pure radiant good from this man. He's he's uh, an ancient hero from times long gone. Ah, oh, god damn it! Does he pass the vibe check? Guys, he passed the vibe check. This guy's good through and through. Like this guy's good. Good. Oh, he's just annoying. I know he's like a lot, <laughs> but like he, but like he lived when water was around. Do you think he lived when water stopped? Maybe that's like how he got stuck in that ring. You know, we can ask. Mm, it is possible that he has some information, but uh, of course, he is also, you know, been trapped in ring for some time. It's possible he has gone, uh, you know. Uh, so he kind of like thinks for a second. She's like, you know, if he's not completely stupid, he could be a good source of like information about technology that we no longer have. You know what I mean? Ooh, what's technology? Oh, wait, no, I guess we know what technology you, is. You definitely know the phrase technology. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> like, we don't have computers. What's a MacBook? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he knows how to make a trebuchet. Do you know what Excel is? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, Can you make a data mace? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him. I'm, I'm put the ring back on. And oh, I, hello oh. there. How are you? Nice to see you for you again. How hey, is, how is your micturation? Oh, it was perfect. It was strong. Condemned's just gathering up stuff in the background of this conversation, by the way. Okay. It was strong and clear. Don't you worry. Through and through. You know me. Yeah. Healthy hay color. Oh, fantastic. Wonderful. Oh, I was worried about you. So. Oh, I was really worried about that. So you lived near, you lived on the coast. Yes, I lived on the coast. Yes. Did you, were you alive when the coast stopped being a coast? When the water stopped being like water and it turned cold? No, I mean, the winter time, sometimes it uh, got quite cold and there was always high and low tide and it did go quite far out and I wasn't able to see it anymore. And sometimes the, the, the mud would freeze over and it would be quite good beautiful to look at winter tide mud yes winter uh, is uh, when the when everything would get really cold and and there was snow from everywhere and a lot of the the so we would leave water outside it would turn into ice uh, and then uh, uh, there's uh, the mud it's like uh, the, the the you know the the when the dirt and the earth uh, gets all wet it becomes nice and muddy so the, the mud would freeze over and it would look quite interesting sukun kind of says inu yeah that means pay attention yeah inu what Oh, hello! I didn't realize you were in there. Hello, how are you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, my name is... Uh, uh, Listen, <laughs> shut up. I know your name is Claymore. Okay? Uh, what's your name? It's none of your business. We are getting cranky grim today. Quite a rude individual, but I'm, I'm okay with it. It's nice to talk to someone. She just saw a man explode. Yeah, it's quite nice to just talk to anyone, I'd say. <laughs> That's true. She's getting over some shit. Don't worry. She's... Honestly, Claymore, she's getting over some stuff. It's fine. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's letting her inner... Se- she's, she's she's acting like a 17-year-old. <laughs> ah, yes, of course. I have children of my own. Did Sukunkana drag Condemned into this call as well? No, she lets him She lets him do what he's doing. Okay, mercy. Uh, So then she says, okay, look. I can't. I have no eyes. The, sh- sh- <laughs> the world is broken. Of course it is. The Wichkan Mituk. The oceans all froze. We live on the ocean now. It's been that way for as long as anyone can remember. Nobody even remembers what land or ocean or or trees are. It's true. She tried to describe them to us, and it was crazy. Well, they're just sort of like long, brown, sinewy sort of... And that's the situation that we're in. Well, it's hard to describe 
trees. Uh, I, I know. I know. How do you describe someone what a tree is to someone who doesn't know what a tree is? Oh, it's, uh, how do you? Oh, oh, weird. It's just fast. I tried to explain what dirt is. It was impossible. Well, it's uh, dirt is like... Uh, um, exactly. Imagine the stuff under your fingernails, but, but billions of tons of it. You know, that's better than how I described it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did my first mind go to just shit? Because I was like, what's gross and dirty? <laughs> just actual feces. Imagine billions of pounds of toe jam. So what's the last thing that you remember when you were not a ring? Okay, well, the last thing I remember, I, 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 have, I had this for quite a while, and uh, it was specifically because we were being tracked by a, a foul individual. Uh, his name was uh, Gilgamar, and uh, we, we, we uh, eventually wound up in his lair in his forest, and he sent his spiders after us, and uh, we did not prevail, unfortunately, and... Uh, I was then thus trapped in this ring for an undetermined amount of time. And so you were killed by the Nukinga, by the spiders. Yeah, yeah, sure, yes, spiders, yes. Since then, I, I don't really remember, not much, because uh, everybody was a little bit at e- uh, uncomfortable about going into the forest, and eventually I found my way into an adventurer's pocket, and then into a... As uh, uh, merchants, and, and it's kind of all fuzzy from there because after a while, and nobody begins to talk to you, you just sort of forget to think, and it's, uh, it's a lot, lot to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can sense that he's getting more and more uncomfortable with the realization that every, not just everything that he knew, like you know, when you die, you expect that things will go on, but he didn't expect everything to sort of eventually reach a point at which it feels like it sort of paused. All right, so Kinkana, she's like, all right, okay. So your name is Claymore. Yes. You were killed by Nukinka. Yes. Spiders. Yes. You don't know a whole lot, but do you? did you have any... Were you a tradesman at all in your life? Well, not quite. I was mostly a mercenary and a bounty hunter and a knight. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I, also, I had a bit of... Uh, I had some uh, work in the clergy as well back in back at the time. What's a clergy? Well, it's where people go to, like, uh, it's like a group of individuals who worship various different gods. Typically, a small subsection of them will worship one, but uh, if you go and you're lucky enough, then you can find lots of people who worship lots of different kinds of uh, gods. And there's also various different places at which you can go and you can find the specific god for you. It's uh, quite a fantastic uh, uh, entire uh, design. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, we don't have gods. Oh, that's truly unfortunate. Oh, boy. Uh, did it help? Some people it did. It did me a bit of good. Uh, so kind is going to very rudely disconnect mid-conversation. <laughs> oh, she's gone. All right. Well, at least I have you for of now. Of course. Okay. I don't mind. Yeah, I think you're kind of... I kind of I like you, Claymore. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yes. I found I found you, but I kind of feel like you found me. You know? Oh, I think we're going to get along. Uh, ah, yes, of course. Well, let me start from the very beginning. I, just, I was a young lad of maybe age three or four, and then he just starts rambling and going on and on and on. <laughs> okay, so can kind of going to go over to, to Connie, and she's like, you find anything good? <laughs> Condemned has rolled out his little meditation mat, and he's currently doing oh, that thing. Oh, okay. Well, she doesn't She doesn't bother him if he's meditating. All right. Uh, in that case, she's going to cast guidance on herself and then look through all the stuff herself. Hit me with that roll. 12 plus 4. Oh, I rolled a 14. I didn't roll a 12. You got an 18 all day. Okay. So you go through his stuff. 
Uh, so as you're going through uh, the rest of the stuff that Connie sort of missed, uh, you do find a small uh, little shiny dagger that is completely unscuffed. Ooh, I take th- I take that. Is what is so? Wait, you said shiny. Does that imply it is metal? Uh, no. It's a particularly well-made and sort of magically infused bone knife. It's magic. Yeah. Ooh, can I want to? Okay, I sit down. Like I move a good distance away from the viscera, and I sit down and I want to mm-hmm. just just inspect the dagger. It's a perfectly fantastically made, slightly magical, so it won't break upon stabbing. Uh, as many of the modern or mo- daggers that you guys are used to would, uh, and it's just a little plus one dagger. Ooh. Uh, and you know for a fact that this is the only other thing out there that is like you guys have been scouring this pretty well. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch Sukunkana was here <laughs> in the ice <laughs> with my new dagger. <laughs> okay. Can we also use this as a short rest while while Maris is hearing the life story of Claymore? Yes, you guys can do a quick short rest and then we'll get back on the road. Okay, I'm max health now. I'm pretty close to max. I'm not that worried. Not great on your dice rolls. Well, I used all of them and I'm up to thirty out of thirty-one, so that's not too bad. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, unfortunately, I had to use them all, but that's how the dice clickety clack get that smack. <laughs> the way it works yeah. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna like mind link to connie um and she says so uh ring's super annoying right yep i love him all the while he is te- like continuing to tell you more of his like he's now up to age five yeah so condemned is replying telepathically he may have some use however if Maris is correct that he appears to be a good person, and if he is not annoying them, then why not? Yeah, I think he'll be good if we ever need any, like, pre-ice world. Between him and Yoramaha, we should have some decent uh, knowledge of the past. And then when I was five years old, I was gifted my first blade. Uh, uh. She wants to show him the knife she found. She's like, hey, take this out. Look what I found on that... Uh, dead body (laughs) condemned just gonna take the knife and take a look at it so you look at it and you can tell that there seems to be some sort of infused density to triple down on the strength of the hilt and the blade so that they are seemingly more connected than most average bonesmiths are able to manage Uh, it has a curve at the end that is intended to give a bit of an easier dig up in through ribcage because this is something that you are aware of. This is a knife that is designed for killing. And I'm just going to admire how well it slips between ribs as he puts his hand over the wound that the short sword caused in his ribs. <laughs> yeah, it is a well-crafted weapon. He hands it back to her. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. Do you think I should give it to Maris? I don't know how much I'll be using a dagger, you know, up in like stabbing distance of a guy you know i believe that mary seems to prefer the use of her their hammer however it might not be a bad idea for you to keep a handle on this it never hurts if you do find yourself within close range it would make me feel better in any case if you were to have something as a backup yeah all right i had to practice my stabbing at some point but we'll get better (laughs) i have questions for you I remember talking about, like, you know, sometimes you do things on your off days and that's mostly working out and also working. Yes. So, do you, uh, enjoy books? 
<laughs> I am not much of a reader, I'm afraid. Right, right. I know right. how to read, but it is... Yes. Uh, I think we. I think you told me this already. Yes. I remember now. Yes, I forgot. I'm just trying to. I want to. I want to learn more about you, my good friend. I want to learn your likes and dislikes related to a certain set of skills. Yes, uh, for the most part, I spend my time honing my craft, uh, attempting to reconnect with what of the of my people's culture that I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But about you. What about me? Um, I like sleeping. <laughs> you sure do. I like uh, sewing. I am not. I'm not super good at sewing, but I like sewing. I like playing the bone game with my with my family. The bone game? Uh, it's like where you throw bones, and it's kind of like gambling. You know, you throw bones, it lands in a certain way. Ah, yes. I have seen this game played. She kind of like looks him over, and she's like, "Hmm. All right. Well, that's all the questions I have today. I'll come back for more tomorrow." <laughs> As you wish. And then when I was six years old, I got my first shield. And my father took me in, into the backyard, and he was teaching me how to defend myself. And then suddenly this dog leaped over the uh, the, the barricade and the fence, and he came flying directly at me. And he, using the skills my father had taught me, I bashed it away. Whoa. The, it turns out that the dog was only coming to say hello because I had some nice food in my pocket. And I, I felt truly terrible, so I got down, and I took the food out of my pocket, and uh, I gave it to him. Oh, that's cute. What's a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode eight of Tales of Bone and Ice, starring Grimhilda as Sukukana, Marilyn as Maris Terrasit, Candor as Condemned, and myself, Brian Sherwood, as the DM. Music and editing done by Chelsea Love, with additional editing done by Brian Sherwood. If you're enjoying the show and want to help support us in a small but meaningful way, consider following us over on our Twitter, at BonePod. And as I've mentioned before, if you use the hashtag BonePod, you might wind up having your name used as a character in the show. Thanks again for listening, and remember, if you've been feeling dizzy, nauseous, or if you have a headache, consider drinking some water. Many common issues like that are caused by dehydration, so stay hydrated. I love my new annoying best friend. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs>